Good afternoon. I'm Larry Stone. Clouds, perhaps a shower overnight. Temperatures dropping to the lower 50s. Your forecast in minutes. Cookville Regional Infection Prevention Physician Dr. Mark Pierce says, wash your hands, cover your mouth. Typical for the flu, typical for the coronavirus. The World Health Organization declared the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic today. Pierce says there's reason to be concerned, but no reason to panic. House Speaker Cameron Sexton of Crossville says he has no intention of adjourning the legislature because of the coronavirus. A Nashville representative asked for a temporary adjournment. In a letter today, he said the legislature needs to lead by example. With strong storms possible Thursday, all of us may be a bit on edge. Dr. Peggy Karlowski says that's certainly the case for your kids. She says be patient, caring, and be a good listener as kids deal with last week's tornado. Just let them talk and be heard, and then we can offer little nuggets that provoke safety. We are here we have each other. Anything that gives some sense of normalcy. Karlowski says it's important for parents not to hide from addressing the tornado tragedy and use the volunteering and community to highlight the good. When addressing a child, she says keep it simple so the brain can process the event and do not judge what the children say. The Putnam County tornado response no longer needs donations of supplies. Putnam County Emergency Management issuing a statement today that all needs have been met, both currently and going forward. The incoming Cumberland County Assessor of Property wants to continue building on the progress that office has already made. Lori Lopal will be replacing David Simcox in that office. Just to keep our office on the, the track it's been on, I mean... Uh... Mr. Simcox is, has moved it forward, and I plan on just taking it into the future, you know, just keep moving forward. Powell won the Republican primary last week with over 25% of the vote. Seven others ran for the office. She'll be running unopposed in the August general election. Monterey aldermen have approved an ordinance preventing residents from keeping dogs chained up outside for more than 12 hours. Those found in violation would likely face a fine in the area of $25. It was a contentious night at the Overton County School Board meeting, but Dr. Mark Winningham says he will reconsider the decision to let go Leslie Riddle as head coach of the Livingston Academy Wildcats. I'm willing to consider that. What you all have shared tonight, I promise you I will consider it. I promise. Uh, Before the week's over. The public wanted the board members at the meeting to reinstate Riddle. They could not because personnel issues are the purview of the director. For the owner of the Echo Valley Market, last Tuesday will be one that will never be forgotten. That E4 tornado that flattened the Echo Valley area, including his store. Store owner Nick Patel says he heard the storm. He prepared for the worse, but even when he saw it, he could believe it. Tell says now his focus, getting back in business. I will rebuild the, one of the best stores in town, for as far as my knowledge. I will rebuild the best store uh, that possibly could be in Cookville. I'd just like to thank the Cookville people that really, really high-spirited. And uh, I can say this is the best, best town that I can live in, you know. Patel says the support from volunteers and the community gave him hope and inspiration to move forward. One bad business story in the aftermath of last week's tornado 
Williams Auto Sales, also destroyed at the corner of Jackson and Broad Street, says workers masquerading as Williams employees have been on Facebook saying they lost their job. That's not the case. Concerned, but not panicked. Those the words of Dr. Mark Pierce. He is the infection prevention physician at Cookville Regional Medical Center. The World Health Organization declared the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic today. Concerned about the spread and the severity of the outbreak. We always get on to the public for not being enough concerned about flu. I think uh, if we do have a significant pandemic in the U.S., then we'll be a lot more sensitive to that. But I, I think we should be concerned, but not certainly not panicked. Is the biggest area of concern with this virus the fact that we do not have uh, a medication to treat people? You know, there's there's very few viruses that we actually have medication to treat people for, and that is a concern. We do now have effective treatment for flu, and we have a, an agent that may well be effective treatment for this, but we don't yet know that. And so one thing that I think is encouraging is that if uh, we're, there's no reason not to expect that this virus would not circulate like flu would and be worse during the flu season and better during the warmer months. So if we can kind of get to summertime and we haven't seen it, that will allow some of those earlier studies that are being done to give us more information that if it comes back next season that we'll know better how to treat it. Uh, that is a concern. Um, but I think the biggest concern for most of us is that this appears to be a respiratory virus that is more virulent than flu. In other words, it causes more disease, causes more death. I don't think we have a really good handle on that yet, but the at least the initial information that we have, looks it looks to be more dangerous than flu does. Um, it is a respiratory virus. We've had respiratory, we've had coronaviruses around for a long time. We've known that they cause at times epidemics of influenza-like illness or respiratory illnesses. Um, but the ones that we've seen more lately that have been concerning the SARS virus and the Middle Eastern um, respiratory virus, which was very severe, those are all also coronaviruses. It seems as though the things that your grandmother taught you when you were a kid are the things that, that we need to practice and make sure we're practicing as it relates to this. Is that the case? You know, that is exactly the case. And uh, the message that we give about transmission of flu, uh, we, we feel very strongly that it's going to be very, very similar uh, to try to prevent the spread of this virus. In other words, things like cough, uh, covering your cough, um, washing your hands frequently, staying home if you're ill, not being around somebody who has a heavy cough. And when you're when you're in places where there are a lot of surfaces that everybody touches, like in an elevator or on a stairwell, the railing, things like that, when you after you go through an area like that and you touch those things, you know, go wash your hands. That by itself would do a lot toward eliminating transmission. We don't think that this virus just floats around in the air and lands on you if you walk through an area. We feel like you have to be it's like flu, we feel like you have to be relatively close to someone for a period of time. Um, now, if they cough straight in your face, sure, you could get it that way. But if you don't have really fairly close contact for some period of time, you're not likely to get it unless they've touched something and left the virus there and then you touch it and then you touch your mouth. So trying not to touch your mouth, covering your cough, all those things are important. But frequent hand washing can't be overstressed. Uh, for one thing, almost everybody who gets coronavirus, it appears adults almost all get fever. So if you have an illness that's fever, cough, um, and congestion, um, then I think that you, sh you should be thinking about that. If you have shortness of breath, you should absolutely get in to be checked. But those people who have a mild upper respiratory illness, 
we don't really want all those people, especially if there's going to be widespread coronavirus, we don't want all those people coming to the hospital and spreading it. So the, the recommendation is going to be that you call your provider and that you uh, call ahead to see where, so that they can just order a test and you can be tested. That way you'll know if you have it or not. Um, probably in the future here at the hospital, we're going to designate a specific place where we do testing. We don't really have that worked out yet, but that's likely what will happen here. But it's best if the person is not acutely ill to call ahead to see where they should go to be tested. In case they are harboring the coronavirus, they don't want to go into a busy doctor's office and spread that to other people there who get much uh, more sick from it. The other point I think is real important is that most healthy adults are not going to get uh, desperately ill from this. And so if you have an illness that, you know, you're, you're ill, but you're not you don't need hospitalization, you could consider just staying home and not seeing anybody because we don't right now have widespread available treatment. It would just be symptomatic treatment. Now, certainly if you get shortness of breath, high fever, you're getting worse, you should absolutely be checked. As for travel, Pierce says look at it on a case-by-case basis and make a good decision. Dr. Mark Pierce is the infection prevention physician at Cookville Regional Medical Center.